Welcome into your Tuesday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your Weather Command forecast for the rest of your Tuesday, windy and mostly cloudy. Highs around 40, west winds 20 to 30 miles an hour, gusting to around 45 miles an hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy, lows 20 to 25. West winds 10 to 15 miles an hour, gusting to around 40 miles an hour. Wednesday, mostly cloudy with a 20% chance of rain and snow in the morning. Highs 35 to 40. Southwest winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Wednesday night, partly cloudy in the evening, then becoming mostly cloudy. Lows 20 to 25. South winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Thursday, mostly cloudy. Highs 40 to 45. Southwest winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Thursday night through Friday night, partly cloudy, lows 25 to 30, highs 45 to 50. Saturday through Sunday, partly cloudy, highs 40 to 50, lows around 25. Sunday night and Monday, partly cloudy, lows 30 to 35, highs 50 to 55. With voting in the general election coming to a close next Tuesday, Hill and Shoto counties will be opening up a satellite voting office later this week on the Rocky Boys Reservation. From 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Wednesday, October 28th and Thursday, October 29th, the satellite office will be set up in the foyer of the Kennewash Building of Stonechild College, located at 8294 Upper Box Elder Road. At the satellite voting office, you can register to vote, drop off your ballot, update your voter registration, and receive a ballot and vote in person. Previous satellite office dates of October 14th and 21st were canceled due to the lockdown of the reservation. Social distancing and mask wearing will be enforced. Hill County Health Officer Kim Larson has released a draft order that will be implemented next Thursday if Hill County reports more than 58 COVID-19 cases from October 26th to November 1st. The baseline set is based on the 50 new cases per day per 100,000 people benchmark used by organizations such as the CDC to assess where new restrictions may need to be implemented to curb COVID-19 spread. Yellowstone County recently used the same metric when deciding whether to implement restrictions. The order states that all restaurants, bars, distilleries, breweries, casinos, coffee houses, and special licensees will be limited to 50% capacity and must close for inside business by 12.30 a.m. Only drive-through and delivery for food service can continue past then. The other action in the order is limiting social gatherings, both indoors and outdoors, to no more than 25 people, regardless of the ability to social distance. Exceptions apply to houses of worship, which will be subject to 75% capacity and must social distance and comply with the mask directive. Food service establishments that serve populations that depend on them as one of its sole sources of food. So for example, university dining, school cafeterias, hospital and care facilities, hotel room service, and quote, facilities necessary for the response to the emergency, end quote, which may continue to operate with necessary only personnel. Other exceptions are for childcare facilities and schools and school activities. The order would take effect at 5 p.m. on November 4th and remain in place for one month if the benchmark is reached. This draft order comes as Hill County continues to see a surge in COVID-19 case growth. In fact, on Monday, Hill County reported another 38 cases of the virus and reached 300 active cases for the first time. This means if Hill County reports another 20 cases between now and November 1st, new restrictions will be put in place beginning next Thursday. Of the 38 new cases, 31 were found through contact tracing, five of unknown exposures, two are travel-related. The age range with the most new cases was people in their 20s with nine, followed by eight cases in people in their 40s. Hill County also reported 21 recoveries on Monday and two additional hospitalizations. Overall, Hill County has now reported 778 total COVID-19 cases. 300 are active, including 16 hospitalizations. 456 have recovered, 22 have died. 
Blaine County reported eight new cases of the virus on Monday and had 17 cases meet the recovery criteria. Blaine County has reported 293 total COVID-19 cases, 129 are active, 13 of which are hospitalized, 159 have recovered, 5 have died. Meanwhile, Liberty County reported three new cases of the virus Monday. Cases are a female in their 30s and two males in their 50s. Close contacts will be notified, and Liberty County Public Health is coordinating testing for them. Liberty County has reported 31 total COVID-19 cases, three are active, all of which are currently in isolation. Two Hill County school districts have reported at least one COVID-19 case over the last few days. North Star Public Schools put out a press release yesterday stating that a student tested positive for COVID-19 on October 22nd. They're still waiting on confirmation from the state lab, and some of the district staff and students were in contact with the student during possible exposure. The student was last in contact with students and staff on the afternoon of the 19th. Close contacts have or will be notified and provided further instructions. North Star Public Schools is continuing with in-person learning and working to prevent the spread of the virus within the school. On Monday afternoon, Haver Public Schools reported that two individuals associated with the district had tested positive for COVID-19, and that came after the district reported seven individuals associated with the district had tested positive for the virus on Sunday evening. All individuals were in contact with the district during possible exposure, with dates of last contact ranging from the 13th of October to the 20th of October. Contact tracing is not necessary for some of the cases, as they were already quarantined. For others, contact tracing is ongoing. Haver Public Schools has reported 44 total district-associated COVID-19 cases. They remain in fully remote learning at least through today. There's a board meeting going on right now to decide on how to move forward and you can stay tuned to new media broadcasters for updates on the results of that meeting. Turning to state news, taking a look at the COVID-19 Montana dashboard for today, the state reported 855 new cases of COVID-19, bringing the cumulative total to 29,346. Flathead County led the way with 107 new cases, followed by Cascade with 88, Lewis and Clark with 80, Yellowstone with 79, and Glacier with 72. Currently in Montana, 10,060 cases of the virus are active, 350 of which are hospitalized, 18,981 people have recovered, 305 have died. The Montana Army National Guard has been activated to help officers at the Montana State Prison in Deer Lodge deal with an outbreak of COVID-19 over the next two weeks. The 67 volunteer soldiers will help with duties such as distributing mail and meals, laundry, inmate counts to free up prison staff for other duties. The soldiers will not be armed and will have limited contact with inmates. The Department of Corrections requested assistance. An outbreak that began earlier this month has affected 203 inmates and 75 staff. The National Guard officers are set to begin their duties Tuesday and work at the prison through November 8th. DNA technology has led law enforcement officers to a suspect in the February 1974 killing of a five-year-old Missoula girl. The Missoula County Sheriff's Office said DNA evidence from the scene of the killing of Siobhan McGinnis matches that of Richard William Davis, who lived in Arkansas at the time of his death in 2012. He would have been 32 when Siobhan was killed. DNA evidence from the crime scene partially matched the DNA of a family member of Davis, who had sent a DNA sample into a consumer database. It was the same way officers identified the Golden State Killer. 
The FBI and the Crow Police Department are searching for a suspect in a weekend killing on the Crow Indian Reservation in southern Montana. The Crow Tribe Executive Branch described Saturday's killing as a, quote, ambush-style homicide, end quote. The FBI said the victim was a woman. Officers are searching for 27-year-old Taylor Lee Plainbull as a suspect. He is described as Native American, 6 feet tall and 200 pounds, with brown hair and brown eyes. Officials said he should be considered armed and dangerous. The FBI has declined to release any information about how the woman was killed. Native American voting advocates say the slow-moving nature of mail on large reservations puts the people who live there at a disadvantage to getting their votes counted. They've launched a series of legal challenges in several states to gain accommodations for reservation voters, but with the election only days away, they are pressing people to figure out how to get their ballots counted as the coronavirus upends life in Native American communities. As coronavirus cases surge across the Dakotas and Montana, voting groups have tried to get creative as they dodge the virus. And now, taking a look at your wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel. For Hill County, winter wheat, $5.20. Spring wheat, $5.22. For Blaine County, winter wheat, $5.10. Spring wheat, $5.17. For Liberty County, winter wheat, $5.25. Spring wheat, $5.22. For Shoto County, winter wheat, $5.20. Spring wheat, $5.22. And for Phillips County, winter wheat, $5.05. Spring wheat, $5.12. And that does it for your Tuesday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember that seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Tuesday, stay safe out on the roads, and please continue to do your part to help flatten that curve.